When couples have been together for so long, they're able to endure many things in their relationship. They learn more about each other and even themselves during their years together. It is amazing how much you can grow during a marriage. Marriage is more than about just staying with each other. It's about gaining closeness and understanding that neither you nor your mate is perfect. However, you might just be perfect for each other. That is what happens when relationships work out over the long haul. The Relationship Therapy Podcast is attempting to showcase strong marriages and relationships. You've tuned into the Relationship Therapy Podcast with Tony Miller Sr., a podcast designed for couples who are married, couples who are dating, and have marriage in their future. We will guide you to the principles that will make your relationship better. Stick around. You might just learn something that will help your relationship last longer, grow stronger, and become healthier. Now, here's your host, Tony Miller Sr. Hello, everybody. This is Tony Miller Sr. And welcome to another episode of the Relationship Therapy Podcast. I'm about to introduce to you a couple that I have known for over 30 years. We're about to have a conversation about relationships and marriage. What you will hear in this episode is love, longevity, and loyalty. I thank all of you for tuning in to last week's episode as I talk with my good friends, Chris and Patricia Cotton. I hope that you were able to pick up and learn some things from their conversation. I'm also sure that you will learn something in this episode from this couple that I'm about to allow you to hear. We spent some time together and we just cut on the microphone and just kept it going. We had an awesome time talking about marriage and relationships. This is going to be something you're going to want to hear over and over again. I promise you that. So let's get going into this episode that we've got right now. Listen, I'm excited about uh, this couple that we've got. It's a couple that I've known for quite a while. And I believe that they have a lot to say about relationships. They have a lot to say about marriage. I'm going to let them introduce themselves. um, And then we're going to go from there. So why don't you guys introduce yourselves? Okay. Well, I'm Monica Kofer. And I'm Maurice Kofer. All right. Listen, I thank you guys for being a part of this. I know it might have been a little hassle or inconvenience, but I really, really do appreciate that. So let's go ahead and start with this interview so so that my audience can get to know who you are and what you are all about. All uh, right. How long have you two been married to each other? We'll let you answer that. Okay, 44 years. 44 it'll years. It'll be 45 and 23. Mm-hmm. Wow. September. Wow. Yeah. 45 years. That's you got me by 11 years. Okay. You got, you got me by almost 11 years. Well, it will be 11 years because my right. I'll be 35 in November. That's good. That is good. Yeah. So at what age 
were you guys when you got married? Well, Pastor Miller, I was 21. And I was 20, but I was turning 21 mm-hmm. in October. So yeah. you you weren't 22? I was tw- no, I was 21. Okay, when I was 20. That following year in July, I was 22. Right. Okay. All right. Now, because you were 20 and 21, do you recommend that couples today get married that early? Well, Tony, I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna put my spin on that. It's a different era. It is than than, than what it is now. Mm-hmm. Back then, back then, I I was settled minded. Yeah. In, in in my thoughts and what I wanted to do in life, so I knew what I wanted going forward. Now, different. It's a different time now. Yeah. And I, I wouldn't want to tell anyone when to get married or you shouldn't get married. Right. Yeah. My thing is, and I agree with what he said, but I also think it depends on the couple. I think it depends on the um, the the particular couple. You know, some people, like you said, are more mature. Some people are not. I also think that it's very important that people understand a love relationship, you know, not just, okay, we're connecting for other reasons. And see, that's what happens now. You know, people get married, but they're getting married for other reasons, you know, right, but um, right. it's the love that's going to going to endure, yeah. you know, and, and, the time. Yeah. And, 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 and Pastor Tony, the, the commitment factor yeah. is, 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 is something that I don't think nowadays they, they really want to have yeah. a commitment. Yeah. yeah. And, and, and marriage. That's key. That is key. Yes. Commitment in, is key. In the sight of God, this is, this is lifelong when you, right. when you, when you get married. Right. Right. I think sometimes they, uh, don't understand the commitment aspect. And when you're involved with the commitment, there's mm-hmm. only some ups and downs. Right. And, and just because the downs happen, that don't mean for you to separate and go ahead and get a divorce. You gotta you gotta right. battle through some things. Excellent point. That's yeah. true. And we well we well know that. Yeah. 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 I know my mom was 15 and my dad was 17 when they got married. And yeah. so, and of course, that was a way different era than now, right. and y'all's era. But it was a, it was yeah. an era where people were younger, and I would right. even venture to say that um, the youngsters then were a little bit more mature than the youngsters yeah, now. I, I agree with that. I yeah. agree with that, Pastor. Yeah, and okay. also, you know, before most people get married, you know, I believe counseling is important. I do believe that they need to have sessions with the S. You know, I, I think that they need to, you know, see someone before. I've heard people say that. Uh, I've heard a uh, couple say, I don't think we need to get to, you know, uh, we don't need to have counseling unless we have problems. But that's not what marital counseling is about. It's before. It's premarital, before marriage. And that's very important. I don't care what age you are. I really think that that's key. And um, some people, you know, whether they're older or younger, when they miss that, sometimes that has a that that has a tendency to um, show up, you know, that somebody missed it. You know, uh, we didn't realize that this would be a, pr- a part of, you know, what we're going to get into. So, mm-hmm. um, yeah, it's a lot of factors. Yeah, that's that's true. That's true. I, I know Valerie and I, we went through premarital counseling mm-hmm. and uh, some of the things that we learned way back in 1988, mm-hmm. going through premarital counseling, we still talk about and I still right. teach exactly. to this exactly. day. So let me ask you another question, guys. Um, You met in high school. That's correct. 
Okay, well, who was the one that made the first move? Who who approached whom? <laughs> I did. I made the first move. You made the first move? Yes, now, I did. When you made that move, was it hard? Did you have to work real hard? Or it was kind of like she were expecting you to make the move? How did that work? Well, it's funny because I, I made the move through through one of her closest friends. Right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. I was yeah. I was inquiring about her through one of her closest friends, yeah. and and that's how this thing took 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 off. Yeah. Okay. All right. Well, good. Let me investigate a little deeper. Uh, for All right. Almost forty five years, man, and that's that's awesome stuff. Um, you should know a lot about each other. Yeah. So so let me let me ask this question. Who talks more in the relationship? You go ahead. You well, I, th I, I think we both do. Um, okay. Yeah, I, do. I think we've grown to that. Um, it, it wasn't that way. It hasn't been that way throughout the years. But I do think that um, we've grown to that. You know, uh, we've matured early, early yeah. in our marriage. Pastor Miller. Um, I had this habit of holding things. I wouldn't talk. Mm -hmm. You know, I thought that was macho. You know, I had seen my daddy do that and I done it, you know, and I found out it was, it was hurting the thing, hurting the relationship. Yeah. You know, she would ask me what's wrong. And I had nothing. And she knew something was wrong. Right. Yeah. So, you know, and I've learned over the years, that's not going to make it. You're going to have to communicate in yeah. order to you know, get through what we need to get through. That's yeah. that's my take on it. And I tell any couple that if you can't communicate, yeah, it better vacate. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> you can't communicate better vacate. Yeah, I, I think typically men are the ones that are holders. Yeah, uh, women are a little bit more emotional, and they will talk more yeah. when they have a problem. And, right, right. And, and not necessarily that they want that problem fixed. They just want to the voice. Get and it vent. out. That's right. right. Exactly. You know? yeah. And yeah. so, yeah. And sometimes I, us men, we kind of go into our little cave with our little right. and, and try to process things on our own. And I agree. we have a help meet that's right there to help us through that. And I had right. that same problem, uh, Maurice. I had that same problem early on. And and y'all know my wife, and she can talk. And she said, you're going to talk to me. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Here's the next question, guys. Um, and Maurice, this is to you. All right. What was it about Monica that made you want to marry her? That's a good question, Mr. Miller. About being in high school, now this this might sound kind of strange, but it's a word I use, and I tell my daughter them. Mm -hmm. She she was wifey. Wifey. W i f e y. She was wifey. wifey. She had wife traits that I seen in her, which which was attractive. Mm -hmm. And that's what that was that that's what drew me to her. She had wife's traits because she come from a father and a mother home and those traits that her mother had you know trans transferred over to her and that's what i saw and that's that's what i saw what attracted me to that her. that's a okay. good answer man. 
Go ahead. Among, among other things. <laughs> <laughs> but, yeah. but, but for the most part, that's what it was built off with me. She had wife traits, and that's what I was looking for. That that was very good what you said, because I believe nowadays, and that's another reason why the divorce rate is so high. Yeah. It's people are more physical yeah. in their selections. Yeah. And they don't worry about some of the peripheral things that add value to the relationship. And, and oh, like very said, true, very true, wifey, very true. if she was wifey, mm -hmm. you saw a future there. Yeah. One of the things that kind of uh, amazed me about my wife when I first met her is that she she was going to school for a time, working a full time job and also working a part time job. Mm -hmm. So that showed me that she had some desires about her and she would work for what she's wanting. Right, right. So, uh, and I really appreciated that. So good answer, sir. Monica, mm -hmm. what made you say yes when he popped the question? Okay, well, he was different. And I and I mean very different because you can, I, I've never said husbandy or any word like, like that. But he fit that description. I think what really drew me was his love. You know, he he was loving. He would show, you know, his love. It was like unconditional. Um, you know, it was like he would do anything for me. And mm -hmm. that that's something that I had never seen before. If you've never had that to happen, and when it does happen to you, you know the difference. It's like, you know, if you had other boyfriends or whatever, other relationships in the past, and you realize that this person is very different. This is different. And it's back to something you said too earlier about, I could see um, a lasting relationship. I could see it lasting because I could appreciate how he loved me. And, and that drew me. It really yeah, did. That's good. That yeah. is good. Uh, were you nervous, uh, Maurice, when you asked her? Was I nervous when I asked her to marry me? Yes. Yeah. You yes. were? Did you yes. think she would say no? No, I didn't think she would say no. Okay. So but I still was nervous because that's that's a major step in anyone's life mm -hmm. when you ask someone to marry you. Yeah. Would, yeah. Okay. Can I interject something? Sure. Um, you know, we lived during a time when you know you went to the the father, <laughs> yeah. you had to talk to the the wife to be's father. I had to do that. And um, so we kind of had a conversation beforehand. You know, because he had he was going to talk to my my dad about about this, so we we kind of had already talked and, about it. Yeah, that, that's where the nerves was at, Tony. I had to go in there then and 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 literally tell him my intentions, and I didn't want to do it without their blessing. Right, right, right. That's good, and that doesn't happen now. No, no. you know, no, and we know it. <laughs> Yeah, girls dating guys now. Guys won't even come to the door and knock and say, hey, I'm here to oh, see such and such. They just sit in the car and blow the horn. Right, right. Or yeah. or they just meet them. That you didn't, know, that, that didn't, meet them where they're going. That didn't cut it with me. The, the, the thing that I did back then, opening doors, I still do them now. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Because I would I'll come up like that with my daddy doing stuff like that. So, so those are the things that you just don't turn off when it when it becomes part of what you do. And right now, if I go, if we go to a to a facility and it's got a door and I'm not there yet, she will wait till I get to that door and open it. Yeah. She will not pull that handle. 
Yeah. I, my, I get you. Val's the same way. Uh, I know I joked with her one time. Uh, she just stood there at the door. <laughs> and I say, something wrong with your hands? <laughs> she said, boy, go ahead and open this door. <laughs> so, so that's good. That, that, that shows some uh, foundations from your family. Mm-hmm. And yeah. and I think there's just what we call good manners. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. 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 Manners. yeah. 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 All right. Well, let, let's get to a tougher question now. 44 years going on 45. Mm-hmm. What has been y'all's biggest struggle in your relationship? Well, I'll start off with that. Until until we got it under until I got it under control. And prayed about it and got it fixed. It was communication. communication. Okay, okay. I wasn't good at it, Pastor Miller. Yeah, I wasn't good at it. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Thank and you. And I had the same problem. I wasn't good it's at communication. It. Yeah. Communication. And, and yeah. God, God fixed that situation now. Yeah. To the point where I can say anything to her, tell her anything, you know. Yeah. And she knows that. Yeah. And I had a one one I had a big problem. I never I wouldn't didn't want to go to the doctor. I, I didn't want to go. Pastor Miller, I didn't want to go until there was an incident that forced me to go to the doctor. Right. And I had to go. And I had to tell her. Yeah. yeah. And yeah. she was right there with me. Yeah. That's right. Yeah. Yeah. It, it's it was communication for me as well. I um grew up in a home with three girls, so I don't have a brother. Mm-hmm. So it was just the three girls, my mother and my father, but not a brother. So I had to learn the things or the way he talked or he spoke as a man, you know what I'm saying to me? Um, I was used to my sisters, so it wasn't the same. And the communication right there, I had to learn it. You know, I had to learn um, his language, if you will. And I don't mean English or Spanish. I don't mean that. I mean what he was saying, what it would mean. And then right. I think he had to do the same thing about me. Like in, when I said a particular thing, that's what I meant. You know, sometimes we have a tendency to we live so long, like, you know, we got together when we were in our 20s. But up until that point, you know, something brought us to the 20s. Something brought us some kind of lifestyle. You know, we communicate with other people. So now we're together. We have to communicate with exactly. each other. And that that was a problem because you know, we hadn't been used to living together, right. of course. So, you know, going together or dating is one thing when you actually get married and you live together, that's a whole nother thing. And I think people think that, you know, that wedding and all of the hoopla and all that, that's beautiful, but that's just the beginning. That's not, you know, you have to go further. And so once we got over the, you know, the the honeymoon, they call it the honeymoon period, but, you know, yeah. where we just, you know, we're so in awe and, you know, love each other, da, da, da. But then when we had to live together right. and start making decisions and children came along, that is, I think, that shows whether you're going to last, whether you're going to stick in there, or whether you're going to give up. Because that's when the hard times, that's when the tough times actually come. And they come to your door. They come inside, you know, in the house and in the relationship. And, right. yeah. and, you, can, and you can think you're mature. Yeah. But when no situation arise, yeah, it'll find out where your maturity you at. Exactly. Yeah. Right. You know. Yeah. yeah, that's good. That that's good. Y'all giving some good nuggets for people to pick up and 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 understand that it's a job being married. 
Yes. It's a job and and you have to put in the work. You got to put yeah. in the time. That's a good, that's a good terminology, yeah. Mr. Miller. Put, you have to put in the work. Yeah. And every day, Tony, every day. every day, there's something new. Every yeah. day. Yeah. Uh-huh. Every yeah. day there's something. And yeah. you have to build off every day. You have to build off the day, the previous day. You have to keep building on. You just can't stay, you know, you just can't stay complacent with this right, thing. right. Right. And because I think we've been married so long. You know, we've grown together because we've been together for a long time. Yeah. So we've grown up together. And um, and there are changes that you go through. You know, um, when we went out 20s and 30s, there was a there was we were a certain way. We're not that way anymore. That, that just kind of comes naturally, you know. And um, we've been known to say the same thing at the same time. Yeah. <laughs> and say, yeah and then we'll, um, you know, he said something just today. You said we need to get. And whatever it was, and I said it, and yeah. you said, "How did you know?" Yeah. And I, some batteries. I, yeah, it was bad. I said, "You said we need to get some." I said, "Batteries." He said, "Yep." And we hadn't even had that conversation. It was just yeah. we knew. I'm you a, know, I'm gonna interject this, Tony. Pastor Miller, it may not be on on the script, but it's. I think it's important. You can't <clears throat> you can't leave out the passion and the spark in your marriage. Yeah, that's right. that's that's important. Very important. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Even we've been married 44 years going on 45, but but we still n- need nurturing from each other. Yeah. 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 A lot of people, I'm glad you said that because a lot of men wouldn't dare say that, even though they know they need that. Yeah. Uh, I, I teach a lot in my premarital counseling, and I, I asked the question to the couple, to the man, I said, What do you need most mm-hmm. from your wife? And he right. said, I don't know. And then I look at her. I said, what do you need most from your husband? And, and I tell her, the man needs respect and rest. Right. And the woman needs to make sure that he provides and protects. Right. But in the middle of all of that, you need each other to support each other. Mm-hmm. Exactly. That's That's extremely important. Yeah. It's extremely important. That support, that support factor. Exactly. Yeah, right. Support. She needs. She needs to know I got her back. Yeah. And I needs to know she has mine. Right. That's right. And if that's if that's compatible, we can take on anything. Yeah. yeah. It. Have you ever thought about uh, window washers, of skyscrapers? Mm-hmm. Yeah. They 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 have to go out on a ledge. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And hang up there. And yeah. have somebody else holding. Hold it. Yeah. Right, right. Mm. I say that's the same analogy for marriage. Right. It's good. You you cannot walk and do the things you are supposed to do. Mm-hmm. Without somebody there holding you. I agree. Exactly. I agree. So, I agree. That's yeah. Good. Yeah. That, that's like, and if you don't mind me saying this, and you know, we're going to go biblical just a minute, but you know. I, people like to say, well, you know, that's my help mate. Um, but it's really help meet. You have to meet each other's needs. Okay. But what the woman does is there's a part that she has to play in the relationship. And it's not the traditions that people emphasize so much. It's really more individual because you have to understand your relationship. My, my dad used to always say he had a saying that what works in one house may not work in another house. You have to understand your house. You have mm-hmm. to understand your marriage, your relationship. 
you know. Everybody, we had to stop it right there because we were having such a good time talking about relationships and marriage. We have to have a part two next week. So tune in next week for part two of the conversation with my guests, Monica and Maurice Kofer. I pray that something that you heard today touched your heart and hopefully push you to becoming a better person in your relationship. So tune in next week. And as always in closing, remember, it takes two to make a relationship work. Thank you for listening to the Relationship Therapy Podcast with Tony Miller Sr. We hope you have enjoyed this episode. Tune in next time for more insight on how to make your relationship better. If you have any questions, please email us at tmrelationshiptherapy at gmail.com. We would love to hear from you. Until next time, remember, it takes two to make the relationship work.